as a blip in time. That's something went wrong because they were talking and it, it cut out. So something. The, the gremlins of the atmosphere are taking over the waves. Oh, well. Okay, what's the difference between a jailer and a jeweler? What do you think there, Miss Carly? The letters. What's the difference between... No. Oh, I don't know. A jailer watches cells. A jeweler sells watches. Oh. A jeweler watches cells. A, a, a jailer watches Just cells. A jeweler sells watches. Oh. Kind of a dumb one. Oh, well. Fine. You know what the heck? You know, we got to do that every so often. They can't all just be brilliant. <laughs> no, I like it. It was good. Brilliant. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right, all right, all right. I did, uh, yeah. You did, you did. You I did. did. I was just, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about acorns. Acorns. Off, acorns off of walnut, not walnut trees, acorns off of oak trees and black walnuts, okay? we I had a couple calls this week. One dog was eating neighbors. They had a, a black walnut tree that, you know, went on the border. And the walnut trees or walnut was coming down and the dogs were chewing on them. And so then I had another gal that signed up for class, couldn't come because her dad, her dad, her dog ate a bunch of acorns and was not feeling well. And so they decided to address that because, you know, there's on, just like there's on years, off years for apple trees, there are on years, off years for acorns for the, you know, for uh, the oak trees and then on years, off years for the black walnut trees also. Uh, if you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. We have open lines. Okay, the or, the um, acorns, okay, uh, it has a chemical, it contains, I'm not sure how to say this, T-A-N-N-I-N-S, tanninus, is that right, T-A-N-N-I-N-S? Okay, and that's that, yeah, that, that, that's what acorns contain, all right? Okay, now obviously, you know, eating it a lot, we got a problem, all right? Because uh, a lot of, if they eat a lot of uh, acorns on a regular basis, can cause kidney failure and liver, liver problems. And then sometimes if they crunch them, it can do um, internal obstructions because they're kind of shardly, you know, they're, they're sharp, right? And so that's why, you know, if you got a small dog, obviously a small dog eats a couple, that might be a problem. And so what's signs to look for is drooling, vomiting, diarrhea, and lethargy, okay, w- within about an, an hour or so after that. Now, obviously a large dog, the amounts, you know, is higher. And then, it, you know, so that's what you got to do, just kind of pay attention. But the, it, it can cause kidney failure and liver problems if your dog is like, you know, eating them on a daily basis, all right? So pay it uh, either, oh, I don't want anybody to cut down an oak tree because oak trees are so magnificent. But then the um, the acorns, you just got to be diligent about raking them up because, like I say, there's on years, off years. Okay, black walnut trees, which we have many. First of all, you're going to love this, is that black walnuts repel fleas in yards. Okay, my husband, when he first built our place, he wanted to have a black walnut grove for... <laughs> Because the wood is worth a lot if you make the, have the tree grow straight and correct. So that's what he was thinking. And then the walnuts, have somebody come in and pick their walnuts because I don't eat walnuts. But anyway, so but what is interesting about black walnut trees, the um, if the, your dog eats a black walnut that's starting to mold, it can uh, cause tremors or seizures, okay? But uh, now horses on the, uh, it can, it can, uh, if they eat them on a regular basis or, you know, even just a little bit can cause laminitis and that's a buildup of the white blood cells uh, in the hoofs. 
and which causes pain and lameness. And the, I didn't realize this, but there's sometimes there's horse bedding that have uh, black walnuts in them. I mean, I, I imagine it's the shell or whatever type thing. But it is, I mean, they can have as much as little as little as 5% walnut in their bedding, and it can cause a problems as early as eight hours later for the horse being in it. And so um, that's why it's really important. Now, what's in the black walnut is a chemical called Juggalone, J-U-G-L-O-N-E, Juggalone, J-U-G-L-O-N-E. And so that's why, so even if you have horses, pay attention to that. And then, uh, and then obviously with the dogs, but also if you have black walnut trees in your yard, I, uh, and somebody, I just learned that this summer is that the roots of the walnut tree are toxic to many plants and can stunt or kill them within 50 to 60 feet of the tree. All right. 50 to 60, because my one girlfriend has black walnuts in her backyard, and her garden would never do anything. And it was maybe 20 feet from the, the walnut tree. And so, so 50 to 60 feet, it can either stunt or kill things around it. That's why a lot of other trees, you never see scrubs or anything really growing around the black walnut trees other than grass because they're toxic. So that's really interesting. So if you guys got, if you want a garden and you got uh, uh, black walnut trees, you know, 50, 60 feet within, uh, move the garden or move the tree because it's not good. Because it's it's the root of the tree are te- toxic is what it is. I didn't know that. But yeah, it has a chemical called Jug, J-U-G-L-O-N-E. All right. So yeah, so black walnuts, if they're molding, then they can, you know, uh, it can... Uh, cause uh, tremors or seizures in, in dogs, okay? And then if you eat too much acorns. So pay attention out there. That's what you want to do, all right? All right, got a question? Give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's on the line? Okay, we're going to talk to Pam, and Pam has a question about her dog that barks through the window or the door when it sees people and also barks at people or things when it's out walking. All right, we got a barking dog. Yes. All right. Hi, Pam. Hi. Hi. What kind of pupper do you have? Uh, Laza Absolute. She's three years old. Okay. Have, have and you... she... Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. She, um, I have a front door open. I have a long glass in my door so she can see who's coming. She can scent incessantly, or not scent, she can tell when another dog's going by, or people, and she goes to the door, and she barks crazily. Now, she also, when we go outside for a walk, she will bark at dogs and or people crazily. Okay, and what do you what do? What do I do? What do you do? Well, what do I do? I pick her up and say, no bark. Now, should I use a squirt bottle on her? Okay, how did how did that work for you? It didn't. <laughs> first of all, yeah, yeah, first, yeah. First of all, don't pick her up when she's in a barking binge because she might think that it's another oh. dog and turn around and bite you, not knowing that it's you. Because uh, sometimes you get like tunnel vision when they're really barking at something, and they just, you know, all of a sudden someone's seen touching them, and they didn't, they don't realize, and that their instinct if they can't flee is to fight, and that means a bite. Oh. All right, so don't pick her up. Okay. All right. Then also, okay. what you want to do now when you take her for a walk, does she walk with you on a loose lead or is she scanning in front of you? 
she's usually in front of me. Okay. Okay, so what happens, that tells the dog that uh, the dog being in front is the leader and you're the peon being in back. And so being that she's a leader, she has to take care of her surroundings, a.k.a. other dogs, other people. Because apparently you're a weak link because you're in the back, you're a peon. So the thing is, that's the only way she can think about that's handling the situation is to bark and try to scare everything away so that she doesn't have to contend with it because you are no help. <laughs> okay. All right. And so that's why you got to become a better leader. Now, let me guess. Uh, how many pounds is your dog? Um, what is she? 11. 11 pounds? Okay. Yeah. And my guess is you're probably taking her for a walk in a harness, correct? Yes. Okay. Remember, a harness restrains and doesn't train, all right? It doesn't get into their head. You just learn it holding her back is what you do, and then that makes them even more assertive because they can't get to what they want. And so it's just like if I, okay. you and me, let's say uh, uh, you know, you and me are standing facing each other, okay, and all of a sudden uh-huh. I grab your arm and pull you towards me. Your automatic reaction is to pull the opposite way, Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's the same thing with a dog. Yeah. As the dog wants to go forward and you bring them back because they're in that harness, they want to pull even more to get out back out in front. All right. So remember, a harness restrains, okay. it doesn't train. Now, does uh, uh, does she, is she used to a collar at all? Yes. Okay, good. How old is she? Three. Three. Okay. You've had her since a pup? Yep. Okay, good. Okay. She was a, she was a rescue. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and see, and also barky dogs, you know, little dogs get a bad rap for being barkers. You know, I don't want a little dog because it right. does a bunch of yappy, yappy, yappy things. Well, you see why little dogs yeah. are yappy, 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 because nobody makes their brain work. And, and when you, when a dog, get, a little dog gets into trouble or is not being nice, what do people do? They pick them up. Instead of having a consequence to, for their action, with no, most people don't take the time to train them. So a, a dog that doesn't have confidence through training becomes a more reactive, mentally dog. Whereas, okay, I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. Rah, 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 rah. You know, and so and then you're driving you nuts. But the thing is, is that uh-huh. what input have you done for her to think about other things? Okay. So what, can you hold on uh-huh. so we can run to break? Okay, sure. okay, hold on. Don't hang up, but we'll talk more about this. All right. Okay, do uh, do I do owls have eyeballs? Do I, owls have eyeballs? We'll be back. I can't stay at home. I'm doing a radio show. Need to be here in the studio talking to all you folks, and me and Carly are here for you. Okay, do yeah, true or false? Do owls have eyeballs? True or false? Um... No, I don't know. So you're saying false. They don't have all the eyeballs. I don't. Well, uh, I mean, they have eyes, but I'm not sure if they're balls because okay. they have to like turn their head to see things. Yeah, technically, they so. do not have eyeballs. Okay, they have eye tubes. Right. Yeah. Eye tubes. Because you can't really like. Yeah. Okay. A tube. Does, well, I guess it does roll, but okay, but it rolls this way. It doesn't roll like spherical. I just. Well, yes. <laughs> Spherical. Spherical. Now, we're getting, like, uh, now yeah. we're getting a little too sophisticated here. We have spheres for our eyes. We're like a cow's eyeball. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. I dissected one of those. Oh, it was so cool. It oh. was in fifth grade, oh. but I still remember it to this day. Hey, I remember. I, I bet you did. You know, the thing is, is that uh, we had to do the chapter, you know, dissect a frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. I, you know, they brought, you know, they had all the frogs and yeah. they had them all pinned up. And I'm like, and I looked at it and I just about barked. And I went up to two and said, can't do it. And just started bawling. And I said, can I go to the bathroom? And I didn't come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could not do that. I can't. Ugh. I was so into it that we had like oh, a parent. Well, we had like. Maybe uh, you should uh, be in forensic. No. Okay. That, like no, well maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe that'll be it. that'll be my retirement career. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, we had we had like a parent thing, like a parent um, night or something, and my teacher asked me to like demonstrate. Oh, really? taking Yeah, taking it apart because she had like an extra one, and so I was like, yeah, let's oh, do it. Geez. So like all the parents were like watching me like cut it. And... Uh, no, please, we'll stop, 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 stop. No. It was fun, I'm though. Done. Okay, we got to get back to it. <laughs> yes, we do. Pam. And, um, she hasn't hung on up. The, yeah. <laughs> and no, on that note. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pam, are you still with us? I am. All right. I don't know about you, but I was like, no, 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 don't, don't, stop, stop, stop. I wanted to throw up when she talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I think I spit just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pam, so okay. now now the thing is here, okay, so you've got to start teaching this dog some stuff, all right? Instead of just yelling out, no, 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 for everything. Okay, when she barks, you got to have a quiet word. You're going to say either quiet or enough. Now, what you're going to do is pref set it, it with a ah. Quiet. As soon as she, if she doesn't quiet, then you're going to, I would take a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it shut. Okay, so what you're going to do is go, ah, quiet. If she doesn't, shake the can. Ah, quiet. As soon as she quiets, don't say good girl, because remember, that gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It's like recess. We don't have to think. So anytime the dog does something well for you, you just very calmly go, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Okay. So there's got to be a reaction to her action. All right. And so like you could you could have somebody like uh, set her set uh, set her up, have somebody walk by the house at a certain time. So now you're all armed. Uh-huh. So have her on a leash. So you got control. And so then um, then if she starts to bark, give her a growl. Ah, 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 ah. No bark. Ah, quiet. Whatever. No bark. Okay. Quiet enough. You decide what it's going to be. I prefer per, okay. I prefer quiet or enough myself. And then she doesn't shake that can. That's going to startle her. She's going to be like, whoa, what? Now you got her attention off of you know what she was barking at and then remember she stopped barking okay. so you're going to calmly go thank you and now redirect her where's your ball let's find something else to do instead of just stare and bark all right i would okay. do something as simple okay. as t- uh, get a trick book and start teaching her tricks get her to focus hold a thought okay. look to you for direction so she sees you as a better leader when you go for walks i would get uh if you're an online you either set a private class up with me, otherwise uh, get the star mark collar, S-T-A-R mark collar. You want the small, how many pounds is your pupper? Um, 11. 11, that's right, okay. So yeah, you could probably get away with the, the 11 pound, I mean the small one, just a small collar. And you just want it so it slides okay. on and slides off. And just leave the regular buckle collar on at the beginning. And then, because they got to get okay. used to this, and what it does, it doesn't close tight on her, on her neck, so it, you don't have to worry about breathing problems that Shih Tzus have or any dog that has a flat face. All right, and okay. so, but what it's going to be is going to be a reaction. If she doesn't listen to your words, then she, there's a consequence to be paid. Just give the leash a bump okay. and say, "Hey, quiet." Remember to deepen your voice, okay. slow it down. But if you think she's about ready to, like her head goes up and her tail goes up, like she's thinking about barking, get into her head. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Quiet. 
Okay. All right, so don't wait okay. for her to start, you know, but, but set her up a couple of times. But there's got to be a consequence to her action. And your goal here is that okay. when you go for a walk, she walks with you as a team, and she you are you are okay. in, uh, you are going together. So that now, it being that you're, she's not out in front, she's not going to be as reactive because now she doesn't have to try to take care of you and the whole world. All right. So now okay. she has to like you're okay. working as a team. If it looks like she's gonna start, give her the ah 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 ah. Come on, heel. Let's go or walk. Whatever word you're gonna use. So when you want to go for a walk together, and don't go for very long okay. walks. Maybe go for two blocks out, two blocks back, so you can get used to her walking with you and hit a better beat. And then you can okay. start extending your walks. But that star mark collar is gonna help you out immensely because, like I say, it's gonna. Okay. You know, now, go ahead. Um. When we're indoors, like I said, she'll go to the door and put her feet up on the door and bark crazy. Right. Can I have the can with me? You bet. Yep, that the can's going to be part of your outfit for a while. All right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so if you have to put a little purse on or whatever. And then, like I say, you say, ah, yeah. shake the can, quiet. Ah. Shake, okay. quiet. And then you can also okay. try the, the water, blast into the face. You can also try that. But what you're after here, the first five times, you say and shake at the same time. Then you go, ah, quiet. And if she doesn't, now the correction. Because you want to get her so that she listens to your words so that you don't need the correction anymore. You give her a chance to respond oh. to your words. Okay. That's what we want here. So it's not always a correction, okay. correction, correction. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, definitely. But see, like, oh, thank you. Well, but the main thing is input, input. Start teaching some tricks. Do some stuff. Make uh, Do a stay. Uh, like when she, let's say you're sitting in your chair and she's sitting, uh, she's doing a down across the room. You want to start input, uh -huh. input, because that will make her more confidence and a less, less reactive dogs. That's why little dogs are so okay. barky, because they don't have any input into their head. All right? Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. you, you can do it. Otherwise, okay. like I say, you can do a private lesson up at my place or a class. My classes only have five dogs in it. so But you just need to get more input is what you need so that you can you have the words, what they mean, and you follow through. And you can do it. She's a, you know, they're okay. smart dogs. You just got to, and then that that's yeah. the exact, let her drag the leash in the house. Or let's say, you know, like I say, you have somebody walk by and let's say it's 7 o'clock. And then, you know, now uh -huh. the, you have her on the leash, maybe like a, it depends on how close how close is that door where she goes to to where you are um oh gosh i don't know feet but um my townhouse is quite small okay so i'm very close oh okay i mean i can get so then you could do, then what you could just do is just have her on like a six foot or eight foot line, and as she starts to run yeah, to the door yeah. because she's gonna go bark so you know hold on to that line, give it a pop, hey, shake the can quiet. All right, yeah. and so that, and just, and if you're, yep, yeah. and see now, if you, uh, yeah, see now she's going to be on the leash because you got control of the situation, right? Right. So now right. you, now she has right. to listen to what you have to say, and things will get better. And now, as far as like, let's say she starts barking and you're not sure, you know, uh, let's say it's uh -huh. night or whatever, just let her keep barking until you see, like, turn on the light or whatever type thing, and but then anytime okay. you step in and you say quiet. And she and uh, she doesn't quiet. Then the leader takes the position, and in the correction comes in. Ah, shake can okay. quiet. But like I say, okay. anytime you're not sure, okay. just let her keep barking until you know that you're okay. Because a barking dog does deter a lot. But she's doing obnoxious barking right now. 
Right, right, she is. Oh, no, let me ask you about the TV. When she hears dogs on the TV, <laughs> she goes up to the TV and barks. Yep, same, the same thing. You bet. The exact yep. same thing. Ah, ah, quiet. Hey. That's enough. And then say, yeah. where's your ball? Where's yeah. your Where's your toy? You know, get her on another mission yeah. so that she just doesn't sit okay. and focus on that particular thing. And that is a very common okay. thing for uh, doorbells and dogs on TV that a lot of dogs go nuts yeah. on. So you just set yeah. that. You set the rules up. And remember, don't know her to death. It's not no, 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 no. Okay. You're teaching her words and what they right. mean. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Good luck. It. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. Uh huh. Bye bye. Yeah, but see, that's the whole thing, folks. You gotta teach them. They don't come into this world or into our homes knowing to come when they're called, knowing what their name is, to walk out at least nicely. You work as a team. There's some personality that seems, and that's what I call the. Uh, uh, there's. Uh, Private, sergeant, and general personalities. And the private personalities, ones that's just happy, happy, loves everybody. And they almost train themselves. But most people don't have the private personality. So anyway, okay, what are we doing here? Okay, why don't we just come back? What you do to me, diggity. All right. Hey, we got an open line. We can take maybe one or two calls. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Hey, you know, when you're buying treats, what's so great about Nutrisource treats is that, okay, any packaging for you know, when for the, in the pet world, the, the front of the package is for us humans. Yes. To make it look cute, pretty, and yes. wow, right? Oh, look at that. Catch our eye. Right. Catch yes. your eye, okay? But for the back of it, is what your pets have to eat. And so that's why, folks, I am endeared to you. Please read the labels of any treats that you're finding. Because I have a feeling that a lot of treats are, be given, be, are be, being given with the pandemic. It's like, oh, here a treat, here have a treat. There's going to be a lot of fat dogs if you guys don't pay attention. But it's, that's because they don't listen to you. Yeah, I'm not, And they still feed them the same amount of food yeah. after they've been, been feeding, feeding them all day. All day yeah. and so that's why you've got to slow down. you got to take out some food. And so you put you ration things. I, what you do in the morning is like, okay, they get this many treats and this is what they're going to be getting for dinner. But so the front of a package is for you, whether it be dog food or whatever, or treats, but treats especially, because they do make those really cute. I can think of a couple right now. But anyway, and the back is what your dog has to eat or your cat has to eat please read it and i can't stress enough the nutrisource jerky treats is just beef apple cider vinegar pumpkin it, it, i mean organic apple cider vinegar okay and, and they and they're very chewable you know they're not, uh they're not uh i just can't get a just get the jerky treats from nutrisource i mean it's just unbelievable they're, they're great flavors my dogs go nuts over it also to remember the freeze-dried treats they're awesome yes and so like uh they don't freeze dries me off. So. I was going to say, but bring yeah, the but then they, up, but they got on. chicken hearts, they got turkey, they got beef, they got everything. And that is your best. And that is really healthy for the dogs. And when you turn around and read the back, what does it say? Minnows. Meat. Yep. Minnows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> minnows. Minnows. <laughs> it just says minnows. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what when you, by reading the labels, the more that's on those treats, the yuckier it is. You're, it's mostly sugar, high fructose corn syrup, which right. is a big no-no for us and our pets. And then, you know, what they try to do, and then a lot of it has, uh, not glycerin, um, like starch, okay? Like, there's okay. some that they look green. I'm not yes. going to name any names. I'm sure but, people know okay. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and all it is is pure starch. Yeah. You could make your own by taking a 
uh, a cookie cutter and spraying it in a cookie cutter. Right. You know, the starch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a couple drops of green dye in it. Or right. Or food coloring. Food coloring, yeah. And let it set. You just yeah. made yourself a chewy. Okay, and, but it's all starch. It gums up and yeah. gucks up. I don't care how the... Yeah, technically it is all natural. Because right. nat- starch yes. is natural. It is, yes. And so that, don't be sucked into the words natural. That's what I get. Uh, I just can't get over that. You got to read the labels and understand them. Uh, too much potato, which is high in starch, yes, is really bad for dogs and cats, both of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you've got to read, read, read. There's so many people now that are reading our labels. You know what we eat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And what we have to start doing right. that because there's so much junk in the pet food industry because yeah. people buy with their eyes that front of the package because it looks so cute. Right. And then they don't. If you they read the back, they would gag. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you want to go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and then look look at all their treats. But the two that I love are all the freeze dried ones for cats and dogs, and then the jerky treats and the cats. Oh. <laughs> I was using the jerky treats when we were in treats. Is this an Adeline story? Yes, Adeline story. <laughs> I was using, oh, I have two Adeline stories. Oh. Well, no, the first one is that I was using the jerky treats, you know, for, we were doing the leave it for okay. manners yeah, class yes. and for puppies class. Yeah. Okay, well, I put it in, I got this wagon, I put all my stuff in, and I put it in the hallway. Yeah. Well, I left the door open. So I go up there to close the door, and this is maybe a couple hours later, and guess who found and proceeded to ate half the bag? <laughs> and so, um, needless to say, she did not, she got like a just like, a nothing yeah. for I was dinner. like, did she get any yeah. food no, later? No, no, no. And so it's just like, really, Adeline? I mean, she shreds packaging to get to it. It's just... It's, I've had a couple cats that will do that. Some cats will just sniff the bag and walk away. And I have, an, I have two cats that will shred the bag to make a hole so that they can eat it. But, yeah, so Adeline loves the Nutrisource jerky treats. And you can give them to cats, even though they say that it just says turkey treats, jerky treats, I say. You know, it, it's, does, it's not just for dogs. Say cats can have them, too. So, anyway, the other, thing, the other story was yesterday I was picking up sticks from the wind. And I was going to, um, uh, you know, mow the lawn and such like that. And so I'm picking up sticks and then, um, oh, I'm feeling the plants as planters and see how much rain we got. Maybe I, cause some of the pots really, uh, uh, dry out quick. Okay. So this is Adeline. I saved her. So you got off the phone. Okay. But anyway, good, good, good. okay. So I, I'm, uh, at the sidewalk by yes. my truck, you know how the side of your eyes, you see something fall yeah. and it's like, what? Yeah. And I turn. <laughs> And two weeks ago or three weeks ago, Adeline learned about trees, that she could climb up the trees, but luckily she can get out of the trees. Right. Well, yesterday she didn't have apparently good luck. I had, you know what Coleus is? The flower Coleus? Oh, yeah. pretty leaves and such? Yeah. Okay, I had this pot, and this is no kidding. Probably about, you know, everybody can see this, right? Yeah. This big. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's big. Yeah, it's big, it's guys. It's very yeah, yeah. billowy. You can't even see the pot. Okay. Okay? Yeah. She comes out of the tree and falls on the Coleus and flattens it. Oh, so oh. the Chloeus oh. is no longer. It's and, not I mean, she, she literally <laughs> she fell out of you know she was trying to come and she let yeah. go too, too soon and she fell on the Chloeus plant and I just like oh but it was so beautiful yeah. I was almost like, why did you do that I almost was going to take a picture of it and post and say. Uh, Plant versus cat. Cat, cat one. one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cat video. Too bad. There you go. But oh my god! But like I said, it was just a thud. Yeah. And then she hit. She hit the plant. Bounced under the ground. 
And she's fine. She just got right. up like, well, say. She's like, hey. <laughs> she's like, well, uh, just another day in my book. <laughs> oh, I know it. I just kind of like, oh, I'll tell you that. Adeline, she's gonna, she is just an awesome cat. She really is. And I really regret letting her sit on my shoulders when she was a young cat. She's now a big cat. When she wants to sit on my shoulders, she's very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then, and then she she's insists, grown slightly. Is that oh, what yeah. you're saying? <laughs> and then she likes insists. And she did this when she was uh, young. She insisted on licking the side of my face or oh, licking yeah, yeah. my ear. Well, now she's bigger, and now she's just really she's going. like ah. And it's just like okay, we're done, we're done, yeah. we're done. You know, I can't take this. I can't take this. So anyway, but that oh, that was funny. That's funny. So yeah, good old Adeline with her, and then Sally and um, Cat with a K. Everybody's doing fine. Uh, Mama Squigs, Walter is still hanging in there, so everybody's doing fine. Jake, my horse, she's thirty-three, and he's doing good. So all mm-hmm. the dogs, we're good. Things are good. Okay, let's good. get to the phone lines. All right, we're gonna talk to Karen, and Karen has a question about she's getting a new dog, like a ten-week-old pup. Okay, but it's gonna start. She already has one. Okay, and it's gonna start the same size, but she's. She wants some advice for when the pup gets older okay. and grows okay. and is going to be bigger than this than the dog they already have. All right. If that makes sense. She'll yeah. explain a little bit more. All righty then. I think I understand. <laughs> but let's, Karen, how you doing? Wonderful, Katie. Thanks for grabbing my call. Oh, you betcha. So what kind of dog did you get and what kind of dog do you have? We have a Sheltie, but she's a very tiny Sheltie. Okay. She's 13 years old and five pounds. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. That's... <laughs> That is very, very miniature. Yes. <laughs> All yes. right. She has a lot of hair, so she looks bigger than that, but she really is only that. Wow. Um, and we are getting a Huskimo that is 10 weeks old, and it is also five pounds right now. Okay. But we anticipate it will grow to be 30, 35. Okay, Huskimo, let me guess, American Eskimo and Husky? Yes. Okay. Good gravy. Okay, God, they're what they're breeding and what they're coming up with for names, I'll tell you. This was not intentional. Okay. <laughs> um, we foster with a rescue group, oh, okay. and we fostered an Eskimo, and this one came in at the same time, but then, oh, it was pregnant, and oh. the puppies are clearly husky. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. Uh, that's so. uh, that's, well, that's going to be a pretty pup dog, that's for sure. Uh, oh, okay. gorgeous. Yeah, now you got to remember a puppy, no matter the size, is relentless on existing dogs, okay? Yeah. So you have to put the, the new pup, you know, on a, a leash. So you've got control yep. of the situation. Let him drag a leash around the house. And now yep. your older dog is going to look at you like, what were you thinking? I was perfectly fine the way things were. So since well, so we have been fostering. So hmm. she has had come and go with other dogs. Right. So, right. Yeah, but I know now, now one is staying and is becoming <laughs> yeah. a part of the pack. All right? And so that's right. why what you got to do is they can come together and play for just a little bit, but then now the, the, the pup puppy goes back on a leash, so you got control. Right. So he's either on a leash, dragging a leash, or he's in his kennel. So you got control okay. so that it doesn't roll the, five, the 13 five-pounder. Okay. Yep. Then they can now. The big thing is is that you want the pup to bond to the humans. I don't know if you listened to the opening of the show. Yes, I did. Okay. So yeah, but so that's huge. That make sure that that so that the bonding process is done for humans before the uh, the existing dog and them spend a lot a lot of time. But because you got a bigger dog, you know, as the pup grows, that you have to be the referee. Because you know, when I had Zelda, my ninety pounder, then Gilligan Mm -hmm. ten, and then Ethel three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Zelda never got to meet um, Ethel on the floor. You know, I'd have Ethel on my lap. And so she'd okay. come up and sniff her and blah, 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 you know, type thing. But no, because, you know, you 
the the size different. One paw from the ninety pounder could have put Ethel into the grave, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 and and she wasn't wouldn't have done it maliciously. It's just, hey, let's play. Step. Whoops, right. sorry. <laughs> and so yep. that's why what you got to do is you got to referee, you know, the play. Like if we starting to get you know two out of hey, okay, everybody, time out. And then the pup goes out of leash or into the into the kennel type thing. Because usually it's okay. going to be the pup that's going to be the instigator and want to keep going and keep going and keep going. Right? Right. Yeah, and so that's why you've got to be the guardian for the for the Sheltie. Now, is she pretty good shape as far as, um, you know, spry? Is she, does she like to She play? is doing great. We oh, would have thought she was going to go somewhere around age nine. Oh, but okay. she's, wow. that's when she dropped about half her weight. But okay. now she's been doing great oh good 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 <laughs> but so that's what you just got to do is got to be the referee and don't expect the old dog to put the pup into place that's what everybody thinks well you know when the older existing dog is tired they'll snark at the puppy and tell him back mm-hmm. off that's not the older or existing dog's job you're the one that got the dog so you've got to play referee and know when enough okay. is enough and then that's the whole thing so so they've met already correct they have not. Oh, they haven't. Okay, yeah. well, let's just see if the personalities work, okay? Because that's yep. the main thing is if the personalities and then just play the referee, okay? Okay. Okay, but just take it slow. Great. and Yeah, and just, you know, use that leash so you've got control of the situation, yeah. all right? Definitely. And I, okay. what I would Thank do you. is introduce someone unfamiliar, even though your pup is used to having. How often do you foster? Um, we have been doing it since March of this year. We've had three different ones. Okay, and how did you brought puppy to full size husky to um, the Eskimo? Okay, when they when they, when you brought him in, how did your dog handle it? She's been great. Okay, then maybe then you don't have to introduce him on unfamiliar territory then. If she's been good, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Keep me posted. Oh, wonderful. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Where's the best plate? To, where's the best place on your dog's body to pet them? We'll be back. All right, winding down the day. And appreciate all your calls and you checking in with me and sharing your Sunday afternoon and what a beautiful Sunday. It was just beautiful. I could have actually wore a sweatshirt this morning. Sweatshirts and shorts. That's my yep. favorite time of year. Sweatshirts and shorts. And everybody knows that I am a, sh- a sweatshirt hog. A hoarder. Okay, we'll go hoarder. <laughs> yes. And I'm up to like 65 sweatshirts. Hood. These are all hooded sweatshirts. Yes, they you. are. Yes. All hooded sweatshirts. You wonder why I broke the rung in my closet. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. I think I know why. I have just, I don't understand it. I cannot wear regular sweatshirts anymore because then I'm constantly trying to put my hands in the pouch of the hooded oh, sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. Yeah. Because the, it's just, the kangaroo pouch. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I, where do I put my hands? I, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like whenever, um, you're like doing a video. So being that we had to um do like the distance learning this yep. previous, right? Yeah. Every time I videotaped myself, I was like, I don't know what to do, do with my hands. hands. So I was like, and so usually I would have like a sweatshirt or a shirt that had pockets that way I'd be like, stick them in the sweatshirt. That's it'd be exactly. fine, you know? Because otherwise <laughs> I start posturing your know, yeah, yeah, your arms yeah. Over, and like, now you look like you're, you're like a grumpy. Yeah, you like you're, you're like, yeah, you're you like, kicked at somebody, yeah. you know, type thing. Yeah. It's like, mm. All right, so yeah, so I, I'm sorry, and tie dyes. Yes, I do have yes. my fair share. Amount. Hey, those are coming back. Tie dyes, what? The the tie dye. Where tie-dye. I don't see any stores. I don't go to stores. But <laughs> no, like 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 kids and people are tie dyeing. Like oh, they're making them yeah. themselves. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. 
I never learned that. It seemed too domestic for me. I just let people know the talent do it. <laughs> I tie-dyed it, or I did tie-dye last year for, like, our family reunion mm-hmm. for my uncle and I. Because we did, um, like, Backyard Olympics. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, I we were the only team that had coordinating outfits. Um, just because I tie-dyed everything. And he wore it, and he still wears it. And oh, I'm like, cool. it's perfect, isn't That's it? Cool. It's so fun. What's your favorite color? Yellow. Yellow. Yes. Really? Yeah. I don't see you wear. I usually see you wearing white. I never uh, see you. Because in the summer... Um, so is it the bright yellow or like uh, maroon and gold of the gophers yellow? It's like all yellow. All yellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So like I have this water bottle that... Let's see. I mean, oh, I guess it is. Yellow. Listeners okay. can't see it, but yeah. it's like a. Don't you love that? Like listeners, pa- like, oh yeah, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> like a pastel, and then like the mask that I wore today is like yellow, but it has oh. Dr. Seuss on it. Oh, there you go. There um, you go. Oh, okay. yeah. So I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend that I've known since I was eleven. Yeah. For life, of me, I thought I knew what color was her favorite color. Okay. But you know, but because uh, I I wanted to get her something. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to call her. Now, I have known her since I am now 65, right? Okay. All right. So I call her up and I says, okay, what's your favorite color? Pause, pause, pause. Well, I don't know. I said, it should come right on. Mine is, is royal blue. Right. And, or most shades of blue. And then red. I love red. Yeah. A bright, bright, you know, real red, red, fire engine red. But anyway, and so uh, here I, th- I thought I thought it was teal. And sure as bananas, I was right. It was teal. So look at me just guessing at that. Okay, where's the best place to pet your dog that they will like it the most? Okay, if you guessed directly on the chest, you know where the V is? Okay, you're correct. And then the other place is behind the ear closest to you. Do not reach over the head and get the outside. You want the ear closest to you. Those are the two places that your dog loves. And then the the rump, you know, where the tail and the... uh, and the rump meat. Okay, that's another place. But the the very favorite of 99% dogs is in the chest where the V is. And that's why in my in obedience classes, you know, I don't use treats. But the part of the uh, of the, the treat is you obviously your uh, approval of them doing, you know, well, you say thank you, and then you give a tickle in the chest. And then, like I said, and then behind the ear closest to you, you want to always avoid reaching over the head to the other ear because of that involves reaching over or Cross your dog, and they do not like that. They take that as a dominant move. So that's why a lot of people do things so wrong. And it's amazing why more people don't get bit. And that you know, if they got to see, learn to see things from the dog's perspective. The bigger thing is, is you cannot. You just because you think a dog should do it. You can't insist on it. Well, no, that's the way we always do this. If I can't do this, 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 and this with the dog, oh, the heck with the dog. Right. You know, and, and that's so wrong because so many dogs, because of what people have done wrong, yeah, they wind up causing yeah. the problem. Right. And it wasn't the dog's problem. Right. So that's why, once again, all week, this has been on my lips, people training for good dogs from Melissa Berryman, and that will help you understand that. And right. then there'll be less issues with dogs once people understand. And that's why when I'm meeting a dog, I never look forward straight yeah. at him. I walk up to him sideways, mm-hmm. you know, sidestep ways. So now a side profile is a calming signal to the dog. Yeah. And then I look to the floor and I bend down and I put my thumb on my leg facing the dog. Yeah. 
And then I do a tap, tap, and then wiggle, wiggle my fingers. Tap, tap, wiggle my fingers. I do not take my hand off my leg, okay, mm-hmm. to reach out. I don't care if they're like three inches from my hand. Right. No. If the dog doesn't come in and put his hand or he- his head, hand, yeah. can't put mm-hmm. his head in my, like, all right, pat me, where yeah. his tail is up, his head is up, then I just walk away. Okay. Because of too many people, because the dog is right there, want to take their thumb across and then go, no. The dog came in to sniff you, but they're not ready to be petted. And never, ever pet a dog on the top of the head. Right. Never. Right. right. All right. Who's up? Here? All right. We're going to talk to Rosie. And Rosie has a question about a cat that has this pouch even after being fixed. Okay. She's just going to. Oh, okay. Has a question you about bet. it. Hi, Rosie. Hi. First of all, thank you for your good advice. I'm like jotting all the stuff down about don't go petting the dog right away. And oh. Decide. Good, good. Sure. And um, I love it when you talk about your pet. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. My Adeline, I'll tell you, she's she's something. Oh uh, well, but anyway, yeah, she's Aww. having a youngin on the farm again. Is is crazy? Is this as bad when the grandkids get there? <laughs> now, how old is your cat? Well, she's around four. Okay, and we noticed after shortly after, and I didn't know if it was from the surgery when she was spayed or just her. No, no. but she's had this stomach pouch that. It's not irritating her. It just goes to and fro when yep. she's trotting around. And it's, it's big and it hangs down. It makes her look a lot bigger than she is. Do you know what that is? Yeah, you got a Swiffer. <laughs> Hopefully you have you have wood floors. Right <laughs> yes. Now, would you, would you consider her overweight? Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> she wasn't at that time okay. when we first started noticing it. Yeah. But no. I would say she's, yes. Okay, because that's what what it what happens is that you know like Adeline getting back to Adeline, uh, she uh, when I got her fixed it's you know then as she gets bigger she was what seven months old eight months I can't remember, but anyway so then as they get older okay and it's just kind of us humans our elasticity leaves as we get older but the bigger thing is if you add weight to it then then that fills with weight and then uh, um that then that swiffer gets lower and lower and lower but see now if she wasn't as fat because now adeline's got a smidgen of a swiffer just a smidgen it, it, it by no means hangs down you know like some cats well a couple of cats that i've rescued they were literally on the floor and they were a swiffer machine because they were so overweight wow. Yeah, and so that's why what the best thing to do is to back off on the chow. And usually what causes it is that if you have a, if you're giving the dry food, the carbs, remember carbs turn into sugar, sugar turns into fat. And so none of my cats, uh, my barn cats, three barn cats, they get, you know, dry food, but only once a day at night because they're supposed to be there to get the mice and stuff like that which they are doing very good. <laughs> they bring me well, lots yeah. of presents. But otherwise, so the other ones are all on either freeze-dried, raw, and grain-free canned food. And see, now uh, Adeline doesn't get any dry food, and she's she's doing really, really good. And so that, but that, see, so that's why I try to get people that have, especially totally indoor cats, as you just heard earlier, Adeline is not a totally indoor cat because she fell out of the tree into my cololeus. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's why, like I say, the uh, cats, are healthier with by going to good grain-free canned foods and then some freeze-dried, some formulated raw. Or if you're making if you're making an egg for your breakfast, give one to the cat. The cats have a higher metabolism, a faster metabolism. 
than dogs do. So they need more and more really protein. What do, what do cats eat? Birds, mice. End of story. Okay, what do dogs eat? Well, they'll eat a little berry over here, you know. They, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's why cats gain weight the older they get. Uh, usually it happens more about five, six, that they all of a sudden they really start to chunk out being on a, a total drive diet. And so that's why if you want to lose weight, and, and um, I've had people before, you know, where I've had cats at 39 pounds and a 32 pounder that I rescued, I got wow. down to 16 pounds, but it took me a little over a year to do that. Because you don't mm-hmm. want cats to lose weight fat because then they can get fatter liver, fatty liver disease. So what, what I would suggest is go, you know, Nutrisource has got great grain-free canned foods with no chicken. Uh, if you make well, it, go ahead. Katie, can I tell you what she eats? Huh. She. We're almost done here. Hurry up. Cat, we have two other cats that will eat anything. Yep. She is very, she won't. And I don't know if I need to wait longer, maybe. Yeah, you got to, cats are hard to change. Some cats' personality, Adeline will eat anything that's not nailed down. But the whole, and I've had a couple cats that are kind of fussy. So as long as you keep presenting it with what they will eat, and then it becomes less and less of what you want them off, and more and more of what they're finally starting to eat, it will happen. Okay. Well, she eats the Pura Vida. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, but I'm just saying that you, if you want the weight to get under control, they've got to get on. Pura Vida has the um, canned, grain-free canned foods, too. And so that's why get she'll off eat the... That. She'll, eat, she'll eat the dry with water. I, oh. That's what I do. I add water so okay. it's wet when I give yeah, it Yeah, but we still got the carbs in there that causes the weight. All right. And so that's why, like I said, Nutrisource wow. on that side, they got the grain freeze. And so if you want to talk more about it, give me a call up at okay. Katie's K9 or an email and we can talk more. Thanks for the call. Okay, thank Everybody, thank you so much for spending your afternoon. Thank you very much, Carly. You guys don't hide those dogs, train them. Otherwise, if you don't train them, don't blame them. Take care. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot